welcome to this episode of Peace Prayer Podcast, where we share tips on living by faith and act on it by praying for conflicts around the world. Shalom. Welcome to this episode of the Peace Prayer Project Podcast. In this episode, we will be having a discussion on the concepts of faith. You know, how faith starts as a seed. Then after that, we're going to pray for Niger Republic, the situation in Niger Republic, and the situation in Syria, the ongoing situation in Syria, which as we're coming up to the 10th anniversary of that crisis in that country. And then South Sudan. I will start with, you know, encouraging you if you've been blessed by this podcast, you've been encouraged is encouraged you to pray for conflict situations around the world globe. Um, my encouragement is for you to subscribe to this podcast and, and spread the word. We believe in God to get up to at least 100 subscribers this year. And the goal is to get more and more for us praying for these countries. It's, it's, podcast is actually a very good means of allowing us the flexibility to turn this on any time of the day, any time of the week, and just for, for that half an hour, uh, and pray. Pray for that, the situations we will dealt with in, in each episode. And you can go back to different episodes. I mean, in essence, we are interceding for this nation, so we don't, doesn't really stop till we see the victory. You know, uh, as we're interceding, we're using our faith in that respect for the situation in these countries, you know, coming against the principalities and powers in those places. And so that kind of leads up to our discussion today. You know, starting with, you know, concepts of faith. Basically, faith is used for any single thing we have. The just shall live by faith. That's how we ought to work. Uh, and live here on earth as believers. That's what separates us from the others. Uh, who do not know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. That's how we expect miracles. You see, God does things in different ways. You know, there is a gift of the Spirit which brings about several of these miracles. You see, even without the faith of the recipient, of the believer receiving it, most times the gifts are used a lot of time when it comes to gift of healing and miracles for non-believing Christians and also for, for believers. Um and a lot of times also, but in our everyday living, you know, in the middle of the night, where there's no project or program, church service or something, you know, at those odd hours at work in office, God expects us to bring about the same miracle, the same victory through our faith. So it's a very crucial topic is crucial for us to know how faith works, you know. So in this particular episode, I'm just going to lay out the core basics of uh, how to operate by faith. And then we'll build up on, on that in subsequent episodes. So I would say faith, faith, like everything in life, starts as a seed. Genesis 1, 12, basically, says, and, and even 29, tells us God's modus operandi, more or less. It's this, the founding principle of everything on earth. It's to reproduce after their kind. In 129, Genesis 1, verse 12, the Bible says, or let me start from 11, God said, let the earth produce vegetation, plants, 
yielding seed and fruits trees on on the earth yielding fruit after their kind with seed in them and it was so the earth produced vegetation plants yielding seed after their kind and trees yielding fruit with seed in them after their kind and God saw that it was so so that is how God set up that's the core principle of earth seed time and harvest seed time and harvest in verse 29 Bible says God blessed them that's talking about man and said to them be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth and subdue it rule over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the air and over every living thing that moves on the earth 29 says then God said see I have given you every plant yielding seed which is on the face of the earth and every tree which has fruit yielding seed it shall be food for you this is the core way God expects everything on earth to work seed plant seed you're working now right now you're you're planting seed you're sowing seeds into that work into that business and you bring forth harvest every month every year that is that's how everything on earth works we in, in school we're taught about the food cycle everything is a cycle you sow your seed you groom it nurture it it matures and you harvest it so faith is very important in the life of a believer for without faith it is impossible to please god we often hear folks in church say well i am believing or trusting god for this i you know it, it's it's a way of life so when they're trusting god for something believing god for something it's like am i trying i'm, I'm expecting this from god because the bible says the just shall live by faith it's it's part of our dna as christians but i must say that faith is not passive you can't say you're believing god for something and you just relax passive or you're only praying about it there are steps to activate to plant that seed and then nurture it to grow and i'm going to give you an example why he said it's not just prayer prayer is a crucial part but it's one part of the step prayer actually anyway before i jump into it let's see uh, but are we living from victory to victory that's the question i'll ask because faith is active in a believer's life you know active faith i would say in a believer's life leads to a life of victory always having testimonies of god's goodness now jesus said if you have faith if you have faith as a seed faith is like a seed of a mulberry tree or sycamine tree in luke 17 6 and the Lord said, if you had faith as a grain of mustard seed, you might say to the sycamine tree, be thou plucked up by the root and be thou planted into the sea and it shall obey you. See, in that instance, the disciples had asked Jesus to increase their faith, which is what I would say, prayer. They prayed, increase our faith. But Jesus, rather than answering their prayer, said, we need only a seed of faith. It does not mean that seed will remain as a seed for the mountain or the sycamine tree to move. That seed will have to be planted. Jesus also said somewhere else, unless a seed is cast into the ground and dies, before it germinates and brings forth fruit, a tree, and then the fruit. So when the Bible tells us everything to reproduce after its kind, this is what the cycle God set out. 
right at the creation. This is the same thing that works with faith. What is the seed? Now the seed will have to be planted in the soil of your heart, then watered and germinate and grow to become a tree, which is a trigger point for that miracle, for that tree, for that mountain to be destroyed. For the miracle to occur, that is the point of the harvest. Let me read another account that is very insightful in understanding the concepts of of faith as a seed. In Mark 4, verse 24 to 32, I'm going to use a reading the Amplified Version, which is really good in explaining this, uh, in my opinion. Um, Verse 24 says, And he said to them, Be careful what you are hearing. The measure of thought and study you give to the truth you hear will be the measure of virtue and knowledge that comes back to you. And more besides will be given to you who hear. For to him who has will more be given, and from him who has nothing, even what he has will be taken away by force. 26 says, And he said, The kingdom of God is like a man who scatters seed upon the ground, and then continues sleeping and rising day, night and day, while the seed sprouts and grows and increases. He doesn't know how. The earth produces, acting by itself, first the blade, then the ear, and the full grain in the ear. But when the grain is ripe and permits, immediately he sends forth the reapers and puts in the sickle because the harvest stands ready. The harvest is ripe. Verse 30, And he said, With what can we compare the kingdom of God? Or what parable can we use to illustrate and explain it? It is like a grain of mustard seed, which when sown upon the ground, is the smallest of all seeds upon the earth. Yet, after it is sown, it grows and becomes the greatest of all garden herbs and puts out large branches, so that the birds of the air are able to nest and dwell in the shade. Did you see that? You see, he talked about the seed, hearing, the measure of what thought you give to the truth you hear. The truth is the seed. This is a cycle of faith. The kingdom is all about faith. The kingdom is where the king has dominion. Who is the king of kings? Jesus. And we are kings and priests of God most high. And the way the kingdom works is that it's like a grain of seed. Your faith that started when you got saved. Like a grain of seed. For each occasion, you sow it in the ground. It grows up and becomes the greatest of all garden herbs. It grows up to overcome that situation. You have to sow it. You have to sow it. So, this time of seed, time and harvest, it happens, the timing is different for every occasion and for every person. In Mark 11, verse 22-24, see, Jesus, if I've from 11, where he went to the temple, he was hungry, he saw this tree, and he looked towards it and wanted to get fruit from it, the fig tree, there was no fruit. And Jesus looked up at it and cursed and said, No one shall eat fruit from you out of you anymore. It took about 12 hours. If you check that scripture, they came back from the Jerusalem to Bethany that day, which must be in the evening. And in the next morning on their way back to Jerusalem, that's when the disciples pointed out to Jesus, Look, the fig tree you, you cursed has shrunk. So it took 
about 12 hours. My calculation will be about 12 hours or so for the tree to dry up. It started with the seed that Jesus planted by speaking the word. And then, then Jesus explained to the disciples, have the faith of God. Have the faith of God. Whoever shall say to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea. It shall be done. Now, what are the steps to planting and growing faith for any situation? I would say the first state, everyone, first state is that we have to understand that everyone's got the, the seed of faith when they got saved, when they got born again. Matthew, Romans 12, verse 3b says, For by the grace of God given to me, I say to every one of you not to think more highly of himself and of his importance and ability than he ought to think, but to think so as to have sound judgment, as God has apportioned each a degree of faith and a purpose desired for service. That's the amplified version. The KJV and other versions will say, as God has given to each for each man a measure of faith. So for that situation you're facing, obtain the specific seed for that by hearing God's word on it. A Rema word. Faith comes by hearing and hearing God's word. What? Did God say? If his healing is the word, the general word, one of it is First Peter 2 24, by his stripes, you were healed. What is God saying? This is where you have to seek God's face to know God, what should I do here? Jesus said, I don't do anything unless I hear from the Father. If you spend time to pray, you're not praying for that situation. I think we should spend time to pray to know God. God's direction and leading on how to deal with that mountain. Spend time to hear God's word. Spend time to hear what God is directing you to know. Spend time to find it by meditating on the word, by praying, seek it, know it. Get the scriptures, get the right scriptures or right scripture or scriptures. Get a special word from God found mostly in the scriptures and confirmed to you in your heart one way or the other. You hear God's word. That is your seed. I am not, if I want to get an, a corn, or if I want to get, if I want to plant corn, I'm not going to take an apple seed and plant it and expect corn. I need a seed for corn to get corn. Praise God. Now, the second step is that plant that seed. Now I've got the corn, the kernel of corn, which is a small seed. And I plant that seed by speaking God's word, the words first to myself. Bible says in Joshua 1 8, meditate upon it. You know, let this word not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate upon it day and night. I checked the Strong's version of the scripture. The Strong says, the word used for meditate then, Joshua 1 8, is muttering, speaking over and over, pondering. You know, imagination as you speak these words over and over to yourself, just muttering it, thinking about them. You start getting a picture in your mind, an imagination in your mind of that thing desired. That is planting. As you keep speaking it, you keep speaking it. Jesus said, if you come to me, I have water to you. Whoever is thirsty, come to me, which is verse Part one, come to me, you're thirsty, come to me, and I'll give you water to drink, living water, and out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. When you're full, the planting, the planting, you're drinking, the drinking is this part of pondering the word. You're keeping on it, you're keeping on it. 
meditating upon it. When you pray, instead of asking God to deal with that situation, you have the word already from God. You speak the word. Thank God for that situation. Thank him for giving you this word that says, by his stripes, I am healed. Thank God for saying, if it's a situation, let's say, for instance, a situation at work or you have enemies somewhere and the word that comes to you is, you know, he'll, he'll cause you to ride over your uh, your. He destroyed the strive, those that strive against you. You use that scripture and said and say it over and thank God, you know, for giving you victory over that situation. And you speak the word and just thank him. I speak it over and over and thank him. That is two. All right. Then the next step is as the seed starts to grow, you start seeing noticing results. That is not when to harvest. You know, it's not even time to start proclaiming to others, to people, you know, I still keep it quiet. I'll keep thanking God for that full manifestation. If the corn that I planted is sprouted and is growing on the stock of a meter, and I'm seeing the cob, the you know, the small shoots of the small seed, oh, no, no, seed, the, the cobs coming up here and there, maybe three small ones. I'm not going to jump up and celebrate and, and take them off. I keep watering them. So the seed starts to grow, keep watering it, watering it, start watering it by speaking and adding more manure, speaking to that situation. Keep speaking to that, adding manure. Manure is more like fertilizer, artificial soil, artificial thing, something like to help it grow. From To me, this will include hearing messages from ministers of the gospel on faith, on that situation, on Things that encourage you and you know inspire you to hold on to be consistent in it. There are several other things that kind of help your faith to grow in that area. So keep doing that. The next thing is at the appropriate time. In some situations, it's immediately we speak to that to that thing or commander situation. You know, like David. David spoke to Goliath before he attacked. You know, he ran to Goliath. And while Goliath spoke, David said, No, this day I have to cut your head off because I come against in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ who helped me, in the name of the Lord who helped me destroy, kill the lions and the bear. David spoke the word. And in first, second Corinthians, which was quoting David, he said, We also have the spirit of faith. And so we believe. Therefore, we speak. So keep speaking the word. This word acts as watering and bulldozer. You know, it's more like the Bible says, "Is my word not like hammer?" Behold, in Isaiah forty-one fifteen, it says, "Behold, I will make you a new threshing sledge with sharp teeth. You shall thresh the mountains and beat them small, and make the hills like chaff. Hold fast your confession of faith." Hebrew tells us, without failing, for he who promised is faithful. It is at this time you hold on, hold on, hold on, keep watering it, whatever is not your circumstances, no one matters. The Bible says we don't look at the outward circumstances because they are temporal. We look at what is not seen. The imagination, the word, the word said, which had birthed forth that dream, that imagination in your mind, and you keep on holding onto that picture of what the word of God says. And keep praising God and declaring his, his word and <laughs> it's harvest time. You know when it's harvest time, the appropriate time. You know when that corn has matured to six feet. Not only the fact that it's matured to that height, 
maybe five feet for some, you see that the curbs are mature. The seeds within the cups are full grown and mature and edible. Then you know it's harvest time. And you've got to harvest before the birds come and eat them up. Praise God. You've got to harvest. So we continue more sessions on faith in subsequent episode. Right now we, we're gonna we're gonna pray starting with the situation in in South Sudan. Now in South Sudan is reported that the militia there are several militias in that country perpetrating that the violence and the conflict must protract to be a protracted one it's leading on to farming deep farming so much so that the united nations is saying that south sudan is one step away from farming as hunger levels continue to deepen in south sudan due to a combination of violence climate change and covid the south sudan humanitarian response plan was launched you know, which is aiming to reach at least 6.6 million people, including 350 refugees with life-saving assistance. So we're going to pray for provision and pray against violence in that country. Pray for against famine in the name of Jesus. In Nehemiah 9.15, Lord, you said, You, will Lord, give the children of Israel bread. In this case, you give South Sudan children bread from heaven for their hunger and bring forth water for them out of the rock for the test lord in the name of jesus provide the same for the people in south sudan in the name of jesus we declare in according isaiah 49 10 they will neither hunger nor test nor will the desert heat or the sun beat down on them he who has compassion on them will guide them and lead them beside springs of water in the name of jesus we pray lord we pray that your spirit be poured upon south sudan from on high we pray in the name of jesus that in that case that that's the wilderness in that country be a fruitful field and the fruitful field be counted for a forest then judgment shall dwell in the wilderness and righteousness remain in the fruitful field and the work of righteousness shall be peace and the effect of righteousness, quietness, and assurance forever. In the name of Jesus, it shall, when it shall hail, coming down on the forest and the city shall be low, in a low place. Blessed are ye that sow beside still waters, that send forth hither the feet of the ox and the oxen. Isaiah 32. In the name of Jesus, thank you, Father Lord, for in your mercy, according to Nehemiah 9, 31, in your mercy, you did not put an end to them or abandon them. For you are a gracious and merciful God. Do not put an end to them. It's hard for them. Don't abandon them. For you are a merciful God. Oh, Lord, we pray. May God give South Sudan more and more mercy, peace, and love according to Jude 1, 2. For you, O Lord, Psalm 86, 5 says, You, O Lord, are kind and forgiving, rich in loving devotion to all who call on you. As to call upon you in South, for South Sudan, Lord, we ask for mercy for you, O Lord. But you, O Lord, are a compassionate and gracious God, slow to anger, abounding in loving devotion and faithfulness. In the name of Jesus, the Lord is compassionate and gracious, slow to anger, abounding in loving devotion. In the name of Jesus, you cause your wonders to be remembered. God, the Lord is gracious and compassionate. You turn around that situation in South Sudan. In the name of Jesus, and end the violence. We come, we pray for an 
end to violence in South Sudan. In the name of Jesus, that uh, Lord, I pray in the name of Jesus, an end to violence, an end to violence. In the name of Jesus, oh, we pray for your mercy. We pray for your mercy. We pray for your mercy. In the name of Jesus, thank you, Father Lord. We bless your name. We bless your name. And we decree, Lord, that in South Sudan, that the mountains of the Lord in South Sudan shall be established on the top of the mountains and shall be exalted, exalted above the hills and all nations shall flow to it. We decree that in South Sudan, O Lord, that there shall be peace and people shall go and say, come, let us go up to the mountain of the Lord, to the house of the God of Jacob. And he will teach us of his ways and we will walk in his paths for out of zion shall go forth the law and the word of the lord from jerusalem we decree O lord that in south sudan you shall judge among you shall judge among south sudanese among the different tribes among the ethnic groups among the militias and you shall rebuke the peoples and their leaders the leaders of the militia and they shall beat their swords into sword they shall beat their swords into plowshares and their spares shall be turned into pruning hooks. Lord, we pray that militia against militia, tribe against tribe, shall not lift up sword against themselves, against other tribes, nor shall they learn war anymore in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father Lord. We decree and pray in Jesus' name. We pray for Syria now. We pray, Lord, it's, it, it comes to the 10-year anniversary of this unimaginable violence and, and terror in that country. Um, it's a grim, decade-long milestone, which the UN has is told, well, reported to the Security Council to go down as one of the darkest chapters in recent history. Because the Syrian people are among the greatest victims of this century, they said. It's got staggering statistics because fighting has forced at least 13 million people, more than 60% of the country's population, out of their homes. 60%. Syrians account for around a quarter of the world's total refugee population. An average of one child is injured or killed every eight hours over the past 10 years. Oh Lord, I pray for your mercy in the name of Jesus. For you, oh Lord, you give the children of you gave the children of Israel bread, and you brought forth water for them out of the rock for their test. We pray that you provide the same for Syria. Lord, in the name of Jesus, we come against hunger in Syria for children that they will neither hunger nor test, nor will the desert sun beat their, down their heads. For you who have compassion on them will guide them and lead them beside springs of water. In the name of Jesus. Father Lord, we pray in the name of Jesus for your mercy in Syria. We pray that as you have uprooted them, Lord, in Syria, you will again have compassion of them and bring them back to their homes, to their houses, to their land. Each one to his inheritance and each one to his land in the name of jesus and according to jeremiah 12 15 lord we pray that as the lord lives who brought up the sons of israel from the land of the north and from all the countries where he has banished them 
Lord, that you restore Syrians to their land which you gave to their fathers in the name of Jesus. Restore peace and then restore the people back to the land. He said you set your eyes on them for good and you bring them again to this land. Jeremiah 24 6. For you said you build them up and not overthrow them. You plant them and not pluck them up. Arthur prayer in the name of Jesus. In Psalm 85 verse 1. The word, the word says, you, O Lord, you, shed, you showed favor to your land. You restored the captivity of Jacob. We pray that you show favor to Syria and restore the captivity of Syria and Syrians in the name of Jesus. Lord, we pray. Now the Lord, now says the Lord, Isaiah 49, 5, who formed me from the womb to be his servant, to bring Jacob back to him so that Israel might be gathered to him. For I am honored in the sight of the Lord, and my God is my strength. And so we decree together in agreement, each and every one of us, praying in this podcast. Lord, as you formed us in our womb to be a servant, we pray that you bring back Syrians back to you, back to the land, that they might be gathered back in their land. In the name of Jesus, for you are strength. You are the strength of that country. In the name of Jesus. Habakkuk 3.2 says, Lord, I have heard the report about you and I fear. O Lord, revive your works in the midst of the years. In the midst of the years, make it known in rut. Remember mercy. Assyria in rut. Remember mercy. In the name of Jesus. Lord, will you not revive yourself? Will you not yourself revive Syria again? That your people may rejoice in you. Psalm 85 6. In the name of Jesus. Hosea 6 2 says he will revive Syria. He will revive us after two days. He will revive Syria. You will raise them up on the third day. You will raise Syria back up that they may live before you. Lamentation 5.21 Restore us to you, O Lord, that we may be restored. Renew our days as of old. Lord, we pray that you restore Syria. Restore Syria that they may be restored. Renew their days as the days of old. Lord, and turn lives around. No Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Lord, we pray, return. As Zechariah 9.12 Return to the stronghold, O prisoners who have the hope. This very day, I am declaring that I will restore double to you. And so we pray for Syria, that you restore double to them. Peace, restore double to them. In the name of Jesus. Finally, Lord, we pray for Niger. The killings of civilians in Niger Republic, which is part of the spiral of conflict around the Sahel region. Oh, Father Lord, 1.5 million people have been displaced by the conflict in that Sahel region. Uh, so decree the blessed and happy, fortunate to be envied is the nation whose God is the Lord, the people he has chosen as his heritage. Lord, turn around the situation in the Sahel in the name of Jesus. The Lord looks from heaven and he beholds all the sons of men. Blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord and the people whom he had chosen for his inheritance. In the name of Jesus, we decree, we pray for Syria, for the Sahel region, Niger particularly in this time, Lord, that there is no king we know saved by the mercy of a host, and a mighty man is not delivered by much strength. All the army are not helping out in Niger or in the Sahel. Lord, if horse is vain for his safety, 
neither shall he deliver any by his strength. We see the failures of, of the army, of even international forces in, in those countries. Behold, the eye of the Lord is upon them that fear him and upon them that hope in his mercy to deliver their soul from death and to keep them alive in famine. Our soul wait for the Lord. He is a help and a shield. Lord, we pray, deliver this country. Deliver civilians. Deliver them as you're turning people to the Lord, even using missionaries. Deliver and cause that land to be stable. Send more missionaries into those places. In the name of Jesus, we pray that you deliver this soul from death and you keep them alive in famine. A soul which for the Lord is a help and a shield for the, our heart shall rejoice in him because we have trusted in his name. Let thy mercy, O Lord, be upon Niger and the whole of the Sahel region according as we hope in you. Father Lord, we looked for peace, but no good came and for a time of health and there was trouble. Then he answered and spoke unto me, saying, This is the word of the Lord unto Zerubbabel, not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord of hosts. I pray by your spirit, let there be peace in Sahel, in Niger. In the name of let there be good by your spirit, in the name of Jesus. Let there be time of hope held in the name of Jesus. Who art thou, O Grand Mountain, for Zerubbabel? Thou shalt become a plain, and shall bring for the headstone thereof with shouting speak, crying grace, grace unto it. And so we decree grace, grace unto Niger. In the name of Jesus, every mountain of trouble or destabilization will bring it down, shall be made a plain. In the name of Jesus, Psalm 17, 9 downward says, From the wicked I oppress the innocent, the weak, and the victims. From those deadly enemies here and compass about, they close their hard hearts with their mouths. They speak proudly. They have now compassed the innocent, the weak, the victims in their steps in Nigeria Republic. They have set their eyes bowing down to the earth like as a lion that is greedy of his prey and as he were a young lion looking in secret places. Arise, O Lord, and disappoint the wicked. Cast them down. Deliver the soul of the innocent, the weak victims in from the wicked by your sword in the name of jesus thank you lord for the king's heart is in the hand of the lord and as the rivers of water you turn it wherever you will every way of a man is right in his own eyes but the lord ponders the heart to do justice and judgment is more acceptable to the lord than sacrifice there is no wisdom nor understanding nor counsel against the lord's and lord's purposes the lord the horse is prepared against the day of battle but safety is of the Lord. We decree safety. Decree safety for Niger. In the name of Jesus, we call a prokishita. Allow the God of peace himself give you peace by all means, Niger. The Lord be with you all. The Lord will lift up his countenance upon Niger and give Niger peace. There is no peace, say the Lord unto the wicked. Oh, thank you, Lord. Your word says that you have seen his ways and I will heal him. I will lead him also and restore comforts unto him and to his mourners. I create the fruit of his lips, peace, peace to him that is afar off, and to him that is near, said the Lord, and I will heal him. But the wicked are like the troubled sea when he cannot rest, whose waters cast up mere and death. There is no peace, said the Lord, to the wicked. Thank you, Father Lord. We pray for missionaries in Niger, missionaries in Syria, missionaries in in South Sudan, we pray for strength, their protection. Oh Lord, for you give strength to these missionaries and you bless them with peace and protection in the name of Jesus. Father Lord, we pray that thou shalt keep 
Now thou silent, O God, hold not thy peace, and be not still, O God. For lo, thy enemies make a tumult, and they that hate you have lifted their head. They have taken crafty counsel against your people, against missionaries, consulted against the hidden ones. Lord, we put frustrate their intentions in the name of Jesus, that their men may know that thou, whose name is Jehovah, are the most high over all the earth. Lord, cause the steps of the missionaries those that propagate the gospel in Syria, in Niger, in South Sudan, cause the steps to prosper, cause the steps to succeed. Protect them in the name of Jesus. And so we decree in all, Lord, we decree for these countries, for this situation. We decree that he maketh peace in thy borders. I feel a D, Syria. I feel a D, South Sudan. I feel a D, Niger with the finest of wit. He sends forth his commandment upon the earth, and his word runs very swiftly. Psalm 147, 14, and 15. And so we declare for these three countries, Lord bless you, and the Lord keep you. May the Lord cause his face to shine upon Syria, South Sudan, Niger, and be gracious unto you. May the Lord turn you May he turn his face towards Syria and give you peace. May he turn his face towards South Sudan and give you peace. May he turn his face towards Niger and give you peace. Time today, um, praying with us and sharing tips on walking by faith. Um, till we meet the next time, I'll say Shalom. Keep walking by faith and keep praying for peace. That is the way we shorten the days of the end times by praying and walking by faith pray for conflict hotspots and walking by and walk by faith live life in the spirit till we meet again shalom